Now, a review of a movie from the producers of Paranormal Activity, the series of what's been called found footage movies, um, which were interesting when the first one came out due to them having a very one-shot film on no budget, but it was a terrible film. It really caught the public's imagination, made an astonishing amount of money. I think the franchise itself, considering you could have probably made all of them for around a few hundred grand, I think it might be approaching a billion dollars, which is absolutely astonishing. It's one of those things that just caught the public's imagination. And everyone went, oh, you've got to go and see Paranormal. It's like basically like the Blair Witch Project did. The Blair Witch Project was massively superior to Paranormal Activity. And it kind of like the Sixth Sense did in a way as well. That was a bit overrated anyway. Um, and they produced a film called Sinister. Actually, I just was trying to work out whether Paranormal Activity 4, the last in the series, was my number one or number two worst film of last year. It was considerably worse than the first one, and the first one was terrible. Um, but they've released a film starring Ethan Hawke on virtually no budget either, $3 million for a budget starring Ethan Hawke, and it looks like a, a you know a regularly produced film. It's not one camera set up to look like a video camera recording footage. It's a proper movie. So they've done amazing work on the budget. Directed by Scott Derrickson, um, and the other actors in it, I don't really know. Juliet Rylance is his wife. I don't think she's that good in it. Ethan Hawke, I think, is one of the great unsung actors. Um, he's brilliant in several films I've seen him in. Uh, Better Before you de- uh, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. Um, and there was a, a pretty poor cop film that came out um, starring him and Richard Gere, and he was just jaw-dropping in it. He's been very, very good in everything I've seen him in, particularly lately, and he's very good in this. And it's a it's a supernatural film um, of the scary, creepy variety, so it's full of ominous dread. He's a writer, what a surprise, um, who moves into... <laughs> it's an astonishing pre- setup to this film. His wife and his two young children... Um, he's, he's basically somebody that made his name like Truman Capote did uh, when Truman Capote wrote in Cold Blood about the, um, the two murderers uh, in the 1960s and he writes true crime and he write, writes about disappeared children and so on and he wrote a book that got him similar level of acclaim and made him a national hero and uh, actually led to a case being solved and became a bestseller but in the years since he's fallen on hard times his books have been terrible and even resulted in some bad actions happening towards people that he's supposed to be helping. And he's pretty much at the end of everything. The cops hate him and so on and so forth. And his family wants some sort of normality. It's alluded that his children have these various psychological problems, possibly as a result of their father's work, which basically consists of looking at pictures of dismembered corpses and children being tortured and stuff like that. (laughs) Who'd have thought? Um, He moves into a house without telling his wife that they're moving into the house of an entire family that was murdered. I'm not sure how anyone ever thought they'd get away with that. But basically, at the start, you see this footage, found footage of a video camera of four people being hung, a whole family being hung off a tree. And he moves into the house to try and get closer to what happened. And from then, there are lots of creepy, creepy things happening. He finds a box of film in the loft because the police would never have checked there. 
in a box, in a big box saying, film of various murders. And he discovers that it's far from one family. It's a whole bunch of different murders that have taken place over many, many years. And there seems to be links between them all. And it's not a great film at all, but it is an effectively scary film. It is quite, there's a lot of dread in it. Um, all of the other characters and what happens is sundry, but Ethan Hawke spends virtually the whole film by himself. And he's very good. Um, he's very good when he's watching the movies. And I remember someone saying about how important in horror, like the Amateurville horror, how important human aspects like money troubles and drinking and uh, couples that aren't getting along, how important that is to the whole horror movie psychology because all of those things are horror. And this is what's happening to Ethan Hawke. He's He's lying and becoming distant to his wife. He's drinking a hell of a lot to deal with these appalling images. And basically, the family are all hung from a tree. And it's, um, I think it's, it's labelled on the film something like Picnic. And each film is labelled a family activity, like Swimming Pool Day or something like that. And the murders happen in a, a particularly relevant way to the the theme of of the movie so he discovers these films and in one of them he discovers a in the swimming pool underwater this horrific demonic creature which is one of the most scary parts of the film and this is um the highlight of the movie for me other than Ethan Hawke was the excellent outstanding use of music it's got down here that uh, Christopher Young who's quite a, a veteran music maker for movies did the music for it really really good um it follows ethan basically getting deeper and deeper involved in in the murders and the links between them and also in some very strange things happening around the flat it's not original um and breakdown in his uh, relationship with his wife and, and what's happening with the kids not original at all it wasn't that sold on the ending but as far as this kind of film goes where the average would be terrible this is really good um not up there with the Blair Witch Project, but it doesn't. It's not that kind of film either. It's actually more, although there's grainy footage in it. It's it's pretty well shot, and most of the movie's a traditional style movie, um, and it's pretty spooky. It's got some scares in it. Some you can see a mile away, others you can't. And the overall sense of dread. I thought it was. You know, I hate horror movies that make it all a big joke, and this didn't. This, there was no joking in this movie. It was very very serious, and quite black. Um, wasn't sold on the ending. I thought it undercut things a little, but not that much. I thought overall it was basically about the dread in between these things happening. So I'm going to give it a seven. That was sinister. If you ever